Hey, and welcome to TLWR, your podcast for all things music, arts, culture. We're going to talk about Wilmont. Terry and Fox. I have a cold. And you have, and Alex is a cold. So he, um, we actually chatted on the phone earlier today and I was like, who am I talking to? So I hope you all just close your eyes and picture me doing this with another host. You're not, like other, like somebody else, the same thing I had to call with uh, my friend Carolyn at text now. And she's like, who is this? I'm like, it's, and like, it's now me. that I can see your face, I know it's yeah. you, but without that mm. context, it was quite confusing. It's good. Like I made it like a long time without a cold and it's Congratulations. not the flu, I get the flu shot because vaccines work. So that's, you know, cool. And they do work. But, it is uh, cool that they work and it's also cool that it worked but now on you. my wife, like she's one of those never sick people. Mm. Like it's once in a blue moon. And this was the blue moon. That she and got sick. she was like knocked out. Like, like I've never, it was like I hadn't seen her with a cold in so long that I was like, what's wrong? Oh, you have a, that's so weird. <laughs> well, you, should we go like to the doctor? Like, I don't get it. And now she's better now. Thank goodness. But. Um, yeah, no, it's, um, it's been going around. It's, it, it's, uh, yeah, right. luckily I fought off something earlier this year. Um, never really came to head, but lots of emergencies, which is like my, I, yeah. I will swear by those little packets of orange Good deliciousness. Vibes. Sick day. Oh, the sick days. Well, I have a juicer, so I juice my own ginger. Yeah. Thank you guys yeah. very much. I'm super crunchy like that. It doesn't come in a little bottle. And I you watched can't the Goop documentary and I found myself thinking, yeah. "No, yeah. it's fine." Need a little bottle and be like, "Drink me." Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess no. You just take a shot. You just put like, in a shot glass. The ginger. You do the ginger. Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, is that Alice in Wonderland, or yeah. you're kind of doing the like Mr. Burns from The Simpsons when he gets that? No, I was doing like Alice radiation. when she falls down the, like the tree thing. She goes in. And anyway, so I had this thought. Yeah, yeah, you wanted to say. And um, as I was walking over to Alex's house. And so I also, there's other thoughts collected and attached to this thought. But so I live in kind of like, I want to call it Uptown South. Um, and Alex mm. lives in like Belmont West, East. No, right? Someone, oh, what did someone... Belmont West. Someone... Well, it's technically, we're not in Belmont. Okay, but east of Belmont, right? I don't know. Like okay, but all I have to say is that basically the thing that's... The main landmark that separates our houses is that Sun Life parking lot. Right? Yeah. So I was walking across it, and then I was thinking, how amazing would it be if they moved the parking underground and they made that into a park? Oh, over there? Yeah, like yeah, that parking lot. That he, It's so big. They're not going to do that. But why not? Don't you think that would be great? Don't you think that would be like city building? You, you know? mean like where the parking lots are? Like where right the, there. No, where the Sun Life parking lot is. Yeah, that they already sold all that property. To who? I don't know. Like some, like Sun Life, I think, leases it now. Maybe from I, who? I'm yeah, yeah. Sun Life leases that parking lot, right? And, and they're building too, from what I know. But what I'm saying is, mm. what if like a capital investment yes. allowed an underground parking lot to be yeah. built and then a park upstairs? No, I think it's a great idea. <laughs> I just, I do think they're going to be condos. Oh, condos. Yeah. Okay. Everything. Because like the way it's zoned. I mean, honestly, it makes sense. I just thought a park would be great because where else can you make a park in this whole There's neighborhood? A park, like down the block. Where? Um, on uh, Eden. Eden and Glasgow across from... That's, that's not that's like close to you that's not close to me oh waterloo park is like closer to me you have that, that dope park next to you um by mary allen by mary allen yeah but that one that park is cool it's very small what what it's like 
very small. Dude, the playground's cool. Man. It's like a jungle gym. It's you and I have a different level of appreciation for playgrounds. <laughs> that Mary like, I like the swings. I've been on those swings. Because my kids go to that, like um, the Button Factory summer camp. Yeah. Right. And that's the park they go to when they do the little stroll. I guess that. There's, that, like, there's that old like girls' school yeah, that looks kind of like haunted. Probably becoming condos. condos. Yeah. And um, but uh, they're like, yeah, we went to the park. I'm like, what park? It's not a big I park. I thought Waterloo Park. And I'm like, that's a little bit of not a hike, yeah, yeah. but whatever. No, but Marianne, uh, whatever. No, I've taken dogs there. Like, it's fine. I'm just saying it's not a big park. Anyway, fine. Okay, so I guess my whole... Just a, No, it's a good idea. I think it's a fantastic idea. I just don't think they're going to do it. I don't think they're going to... Well, I don't think they're going to do most of my, like, placemaking ideas here, including turning King Street from Queen until what do we want to say? Bridgeport, Columbia into all pedestrian. I mean, I think we all have, you know, you say what, that they're not going to do your placemaking stuff. I, and, and some of our ideas are like wacky, right? Like, um, lazy river transit, never going to happen. Um, changing stage two ion to run the length of university from rim park to the boardwalk. That would be great. Wouldn't it be great? It's never going to happen, but you know who put it, we'll make that stage three. (laughs) <laughs> have, like it's like the gnomes from yeah. south park what's what's stage two yeah, yeah. um it's like, i have that gif on my laptop um you know who put his intentions in the universe and made it happen who sam nabby uh-huh. oh true gockle street like it it happened he did was it called the way what's the the secret the secret, the secret. Yeah, yeah the secret i don't know like i read that book an ex-girlfriend Gave it to me and I read it. I'm like, Rrr. you read? Yeah. And uh, wait, her or me? <laughs> uh, anyways, <laughs> you. But it's it's like he made it happen. I know. You're right. I shouldn't knock my dreams before I've even given them the chance to grow. Just, if you don't try, they're just tiny little seeds that even, I haven't even put in the soil. And I can't talk about it yet. But I've had this vision. <gasps> For a lot, a vision for many things, but for um, an event that I wanted it to happen here. Yeah. And like I've said it to people, okay. as like they're like, well, have you a, said it to me? Do I know what you're talking about? I'll tell you after. Okay, fun. But uh, I might have. But like, you know, when like someone's like, hey, like, what would like in a perfect world, um, what would like this a successful thing be? And I've said, oh, this is what it would be. And then on a call today, someone's like, hey, I have this idea, and they went through the idea, and I'm like. No, that's exactly, you should totally do that. That's perfect. And it might happen. And that was the same as the idea that you had? Yeah. And I like, I didn't be like, that was my idea. It was more of like, no, what can I do to support that? And that's always, and this is something I actually learned later on in life, but like, it's so much easier to find other people doing pretty close to the thing you wanted to be doing and then just supporting them rather than trying to do everything by yourself. And like, it took me so long, like well into like my late twenties, early thirties before I realized that like there was so much labor I was duplicating that it could just be like collaborating instead of just competing. And it has made everything so much easier in life. It's collaborative competition. Yeah. yeah. Um, Hey, totally unrelated. Uh, you know Brittle Star on Twitter? Yes. Mm-hmm. I talked to him on the phone today. Funny. He, for the comedy festival? No, for True North. Oh, fun. Yeah. He's funny. He's super funny. And it was weird because I'm like, I know his voice yes. from the, the from internet. The videos. And, but we're talking. And so it's like, he's talking to me. And I'm like, oh, it's like a personalized Twitter. You should get him to be on our show. I should? Okay. You should. I'm okay. Gonna make that, I'm gonna make so let's, uh, we have we have guests this week. 
Why didn't you think of that? Well, I know why. I, I know why. Because you're not committed. No, no, it's not that. It's because <laughs> I have a head cold and I'm not putting two and two together. It's fine. And, it's because um, you're on Robitussin. In. Get that Robitussin. Get that Robitussin, Phelan. Um, anyways. Um, yeah, so we have a really great guest this week. We have Cheryl and Nigel Gordyke. Um, they are, I mean, well, they'll be able to tell you a bit better than they, we can. They, they, I, what I like is they're representing Wilmot. Yeah. Which we, which we haven't done yet. And now, even though we say TL Waterloo Region, we're really we've been TLKW so far. But anyway, yeah, you're right. We have a lot of learning to do about this region that we call home. It's a big region. It is a big region, and I think that like we sometimes have a blind spot to you know our circles and our friends and our like kind of immediate um, frame of reference. So it was just really cool to actually just like find out about the restaurants and cafes in in Wilmot. It's bumping. What's in, happening there? In the bird. And that it's surprisingly walkable. Let's play the tape. So we have two really interesting guests tonight with us. We have Cheryl and Nigel Gordyke. And this is really interesting because there's two kind of elements at play here. And the first one is, I think we've kind of been following or in periphery of each other on Twitter for such a long time that... I mean, it's, 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 it's kind of odd that this is the first time I think we're talking, but also, um, number two, like Cheryl, you ran in the last election, um, as, as a, you know, in, for Wilmot council township uh, council, but, um, that was also another way that I knew you. So I felt like there was kind of like two spheres of meeting each other kind of coming together. So it was really excited when Nigel approached us and said, Hey, we'd love to be on the podcast and chat about what's going on. So, um, thank you so much for making it. And, um, can you, for our listeners, please just introduce yourselves and, uh, and what you do around the community. Hi, I'm uh, Nigel Gordyke. Um, I've lived in Canada since 2007. Um, Cheryl and I have been married since 97. And um, I'm, I'm trained as a graphic designer. I've um, been a graphic designer for about three decades now. Um, when I started off, it was all in print, but obviously a lot of everything now is in the, the digital realm. Um, so I work with a, a lot of local clients within the region. Um, I also do a lot of uh, uh, personal work for um, local nonprofits. Uh, so helping them out with their communication on social media. And one of those is the Terry Fox run, right? Yes, the Wilmot Terry Fox run. So uh, both Cheryl and I have been organizing that since 2013. Um, and everyone is um, organized by volunteers. So it's that's a, a, um, a not-for-profit job as well. And Cheryl? So um, I was, I'm Canadian. I was born and raised here and I met Nigel in 96. Uh, got married in 97, moved to the UK for about 10 years. And uh, we had a lovely granddaughter, uh, shout out to Madison. And uh, we missed her being in the UK because she was here. And we moved back and um, picked Wilmot as our home uh, just by chance. Uh, it kind of had a feel to us like uh, being back in England with the, the close community as far as um, everything here. We had grocery stores and... and uh, little coffee shops and things like that. And um, my lovely uh, environmentally friendly husband doesn't drive <laughs> and um, which is another topic that uh, we won't touch on at the moment. And uh, so I don't we, drink either. So that, <laughs> that annoys it. Um, and so we picked Wilmot so that he could get around and, and get to meet the community, which was similar to how we lived in the UK. So, um, and we met a couple of great individuals um, who got us involved 
in some of our uh, community events. And it started off with um, celebrating New Hamburg's 150th. And then from that, which was, I think, in 2008, maybe. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then just grew. Uh, we've been sort of part of the community basically ever since then, from Santa Claus parades to mm -hmm. strawberry festivals and Wilm uh, St. Agatha. Um, and then, like Nigel said, in 2013, we picked the Cherry Fox Run as one of our favorite things to do and sort of hit on that. And then I decided to add to that and run for council and um, been on that since the last election. So, yeah. So one thing's interesting. So when we do this podcast a lot, we talk to people. The thing that comes up is, you know, for people who are not from the area, we always say, like, well, why, why did you choose Waterloo or Waterloo Region? Um, let's let's advance that. Like, why Wilmot, though? Like, of, of all, the, and not that it's not a lovely place, it really is, but it's just an interesting <laughs> one to kind of choose. Is it, did it remind you of, of the UK? Is it, um, and, and even to, to a second question to that one, too, it's interesting that you don't drive. Um, and I think many people like downtown. Yeah, that's, a, the, that's a surprising kind of instinct because, yeah. like, I, I <laughs> don't drive either. And that's why I specifically live in uptown Waterloo because I do have more things within walking distance for us. I wouldn't have expected that in Wilmot either. Well, living in, in the UK, I, the reason I don't drive is because everything over there, I, I got around with public transit. It's such a fantastic infrastructure. Um, I was born in London, um, in England, and then we lived in Brighton for a while, which is a, a, a city about the same population size is Kitchener Waterloo 250,000 um, they have a great public transit system as well um, and when we were looking to move back here um, <clears throat> we were we were looking at um, Waterloo um, but just the, the property prices just what we could get for our money wasn't um, really working for us um, I was still living in England for a while um, after Cheryl moved back here because I was waiting for my immigration papers and she just sent me a, a, um, some photos of a house in uh, New Hamburg and we just fell in love with it. It was overlooking the, the river and it was just fantastic views. And just I just started reading up about it and we just pretty much fell in love with it straight away. You got uh, Bit and Sean too. You got a brewery. Um, you got Mimi's. Yep. Yep. Right. So I'm actually pretty embarrassed because I don't think I've spent very much time. Like, tell me, what's your favorite part about living in Wilmot then? The I, I think the favorite part is... Um, part of what, the other reason on top of moving back for our family um, was um, I'm while I miss parts of the United Kingdom uh, the amount of people well it seems like there's a lot there wasn't really a lot of connections being made in the same way that you do here in Canada it's not unusual I think because in Canada in our culture we tend to work and play kind of close and so you often make a lot of friends and um Work friends also become sometimes your family friends. Um, wasn't finding that quite so much in the UK. So when we moved back and, and met a couple of individuals here through our New Hamburg Board of Trade and, and the Lions and the Lionesses um, and other community groups, um, they were just so inviting and really welcoming to Nigel and I. And um, it just kind of flowed. We picked New Hamburg mostly because of Nigel's lack of driving that he, um, I drive and most of my work is outside of New Hamburg. So I'm not home all the time for him to be able to get around. Um, if we had picked someplace like New Dundee or St. Agatha, while well, they're amazing communities, um, there's not an awful lot for Nigel if he wanted just to get out for a walk, which was part of the other reason we didn't pick the Kitchener 
uh, suburbs. Um, it's kind of boring when you just walk around a subdivision. Oh yeah, no, I can't imagine. All the time, like you had to like walk down iron needles to go <laughs> to go mm. grocery shopping or to get something from the store. Um, but I meant more like, what are your favorite things to like? Are there great like? Tell me your favorite restaurant or cafe. That's well, you, you, oh. you've mentioned one of them, Mimi's. That's like Mimi's. a. My, it's almost like Meredith Hagen who runs it. She's almost like my secretary because she's like. That's where I hold most of my meetings. Uh, that's where I meet okay, most of my Okay, so clients. I go to Mimi's. Is there anything I need to order? Like, is there a specific dish there? Um, chickpea stew. Oh, really? <laughs> do they make it? Um, what do they make it? Like, with? is there a secret kind of recipe? Is it turmeric? Well, is it like the well, stew? No one's told me what the recipe is. So. is really Marriott doesn't like to share. She's a lovely lady, but she doesn't <laughs> like to share. She's secret the recipes. What else is there? What's like your, what's a nice night out? Soups. One of the, again, the great thing about our community is uh, the local support. So from our Sobies to our No Frills um, to Mimi's and the restaurants, most of them will support um, the the uh, establishments that are already here. So for example, Mimi's and Scran and Dran in the Imperial both support Mountain Oak Cheese. They support oh, I do like Mountain Oak Cheese. Farms. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of connections through, mm. uh, through the, that community. So um, uh, it really, so the soups at Mimi's are absolutely amazing. And, and most of the ingredients that Meredith uses comes from the Fennings farm. Um, she works with, um, a local coffee producer for her coffee. Um, and the same thing as the Imperial and uh, the Scran and Dram and Old Country. Um, I guess I guess my favorite restaurant I've got probably about, kind of goes in order depending on my mood is I love Jake and Humphreys. What mm. kind of food is that? I've never heard of them. Um, kind of. Alex is nodding his head. Yeah, it's a little I bit more went, upscale. Like a while yeah, it's, really it's not good. like a keg as far as like they don't have, but they have good quality meat. So they would serve a beef, but you're not going to get 15 different kinds of beef. Um, they do amazing scallops. Oh, like Klaus is the chef, the chef there, and he does an amazing job with uh, his food. His partner Janet is a as a pastry chef, um, and so they make fresh bread there. Again, using local ingredients, they even grow some of it in their backyard in their garden. That sounds amazing. Um, yeah. So there's, and then of course the Imperial, which is owned by a husband and wife. Uh, they own three restaurants. They own it's part of the clan. So they own the Imperial, which is downtown in the new uh, renovated hotel, and um, the Scran and Dram and the Malt and Barley at Williamsburg. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So one of the things coming from a big city and moving to um, a small rural community, I've, I've never experienced a sense of community like this. I mean, everyone um, takes care of everyone else. Like when we have floods in downtown uh, New Hamburg, all the businesses and the residents look out for each other. And, and it's, it's living in a city, it just feels just feel disenfranchised. So Everyone's how did you, so when you first moved here, like how long did it take for you to settle in? Like what were the, um, if, if, if you had somebody who was moving to the region, um, from somewhere else, like what would you maybe say would, would, would help them with that kind of integration um, process? Join one of the local service groups. That's a, it's, you're not just helping out the community. You actually, it's a, um, a great way of socializing and networking with other people. Like Rotary? Um, whether it's the Board of Trade, the Lions, um, even our, our Terry Fox run. It's just that we have you know, such a, a great bunch of people living here from right across the whole township. 
That is um, something I would actually say is really us. interesting about the region is that like there is such a sense of service and of giving back and philanthropy. Mm. Like it doesn't seem like any kind of organization is complete without that because it's yeah. so valued in town. Yeah, and you know, what some, is, oh, we found that social media helps with that. Certainly with Twitter, like we've connected with um, Mike Farwell, um, who obviously he, he's not connected to um, the townships. He's a, a city man, so. Um, city man. <laughs> That's a great way of describing him. He is a man yeah. about town. <laughs> yeah, Mike doesn't know anywhere, and not he doesn't not know anybody kind of thing, right? Yeah, he's very yeah he's very well connected. That Mr. Farwell yeah. is. And the fact that we we know. Um, federal and provincial politicians like I, I never spoke to a politician until I moved here and so to speak be able to have access to our local representatives I mean that's that actually I never even considered that but yeah, like yeah I had the same experience from Florida where I I never knew anyone in politics and then here it's like the mayor's oh, changing Bartish. your tire yeah mm. like, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah we're on first name terms with like the mayors of the cities and, and, the, and the townships it's like it's that's nothing we we would have experienced back in England. Huh. Yeah, so, like uh, like we have, and and they're very supportive. Um, Tim Lewis, our uh, representative for Kitchener Conestoga on the federal level, um, even before he was that, um, had won the last election. Prior to that, he'd always been very supportive of us with our Terry Fox. So if we asked for him to come um, come and perform at one of our events or sing Canada Day for us at. Um, at the run, he was always there. Um, we just found that the community with, that we have um, through that, and even from the municipal level before I became part of council, is we often had a lot of support through grant programs um, and other things that happen within the township. Um, they've always been very supportive. I think about um, the best part of it is, uh, is that there's that sense that, um, that people want to give you just have to ask and sometimes mm. that ask um feels like it's going to be really hard to do um but if you go with them with your heart and your hand kind of thing it's usually not as bad as you think it's going to be so it's 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 really great sense of community and and um commitment back and forth between individuals here so it's it's a lot of fun we have a, there's a community of um terry fox run organizers and when um, some of the other organizers see that what we're doing here in Wilmot, they ask us, how, how on earth did you manage that? And literally all we did was ask for help. And, it, and I asked um, I spoke to a journalist a couple of years ago um, who's, who lives in uh, New Dundee. And I, I said to her, I've, I've never seen anything like this. I've never seen this community engagement. And she said, that's what farmers do. That's, that's what a farming community is like. Yeah. So just really quickly, um, can you tell our listeners, like, when is the next Terry Fox run? Uh, what um, are you, or Alex was going to do? He's like, well, oh, I was yeah. going to ask that. That was going to be my question. I'm sorry. Well, no, I was going <laughs> to well, the, say. The run, the run is September 20th of this year. We're one of those unique Terry Fox groups uh, organizing is that we just don't have the run. So we already have about four events planned so far that are in the books for us um, that will continue to fundraise throughout the year. Um, so we're kind of excited about um, two of them for sure. Um, and we again, this is just <laughs> going to the community. Nigel sent out something on Wilmot uh, Creative Communities, which is a Facebook group, and asked for um, donations of creativity like whether they be a painting or um, sculptures 
And so far, we've already had at least 10 individuals say, mm. sure, I'll give you a piece of art. And all we did was ask. Yeah, that was just over the space of a couple of days. So we're going to have an art auction um, just after Canada Day. And is there a way for people to kind of find out what you're up to and to kind of get involved uh, with the Terry um, Fox run if they're interested? Yeah, well, if um, if you go to wilmotterryfox.ca, um, that URL actually takes you to our Facebook page. So it's a nice, easy to remember um, where you're at. Um, you'll find all our events on there and, and post about um, our regular activities. Um, I mean, last year alone, we had uh, 23 different fundraising events throughout the year, including the run, whereas when we first took it over, it was just the run. And I love that, too, because it's such a uniquely Canadian event, mm. too. Yeah. Mm. Well, this, this year as well, it's uh, the 40th anniversary of the Marathon of Hope. And so we, we know that Terry ran through Wilmot Township on July 20th, 1980. Wow. Um, so we're going to be having a um, we're going to have a, a commemorative plaque unveiling on July 20th in Petersburg Park, close to where he ran. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, I think so you're, you're welcome to join Actually, us. I really do want to join yeah. you for that. That yeah. sounds wonderful. Again, I had no idea that he had run through the region, but I guess that makes sense when I think about it. Yeah. yeah. And again, through the community support, we had two local businesses. One donated the the granite stone for us to put the plaque on. And the other, uh, Riverside Brass, uh, Nigel Nigel designed a plaque. And um, they're making the plaque for us that will be installed on the rock that will then be put in Petersburg Park. And we've invited um, members of um, past, present Fox Runs. Um, We'll see who's able to attend because it is the 40th, so sometimes the commitments are going to be spread thin for the Fox family. Um, but we're hoping to get a good group of people here and uh, do the unveiling and kind of make it a little bit of a celebration on July the 20th. July the 20th, 2020. Yeah. yeah. That sounds great. Well, thank you both. Yeah. Sorry, Alex. No, you go. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we'll yep. have links um, to the Terry Fox Run and uh, your social accounts too in the notes for this. And uh, yeah, thanks again for joining thank you thanks very much much. yeah it's been a lot of fun thanks okay so we did learn a lot yeah uh wilmot is walkable walkable wilmot don't need to own a car no you know there's a bus that goes there too well apparently from the boardwalk which would tie back into my and there's a stage three ion dope cafe i'm gonna visit and binchong is like really good it's like a little baby descendants I've never been. To Descendants? Well, to, no, to Bitch Sean. Yeah, but like if you've been to Descendants, you should Bitcha imagine like... means like please and Sean means like thank you. Please and thank you. Is that what that means? I guess so. Okay. Bitter. I don't speak German. I have seen Run Lola Run. <laughs> um, I've not even seen Run Lola. Oh, it's really good. My wife's watching Dark on Netflix and that's all in German and it looks super scary. Oh, I don't like scary. Yeah, add that to your list. No, I'm def- I don't, I'm not just like looking for German movies. This is our new feature. <laughs> <laughs> Alex scours his family's Netflix profiles and tells you what they're watching. Just, you know what you don't want to watch? Fuller what? House. I mean, I don't. honestly it's so Alex's all... daughters watch Fuller House and every time and, they come oh, over I'm like, "You're not watching this House. ironically." No. I mean, I watched Full House unironically, so I understand that. Yeah. You know. All right. Let's kick some vents. Okay. So what Uh, are you looking forward to? So on Monday, February 10th, over at um, our favorite place in the world, Workhouse. Workhouse. With Adam. um, They've got a hacker nest. Oh, fun. Going down. So you can jump on the the LRT, get off at uh, the market stop, 
and head in there for a little workhouse. And if you were wondering, Hacker Nest is always the second Monday of the month. It's it always, just yeah. changes a different um, spot it's, every again, time. It's I like it as one of the, the tech events. Too. It's very chill. It's chill. You can go in. Um, it's one of the ones that I think is a little bit less focused. Like Startups and Beer has a bit more of a beery vibe. I feel like Hacker Nest is just people talking. So like it's not even, if, if you well, know what I mean? It, it doesn't feel as much of like a party no. And if you're way. if you're there, well, sorry, I should uh, reverse that. If you're in town and you're new and you're looking to build exactly. your network, yeah, it's it's is, a really lo- it's a really easy one to kind yeah. of go to and meet a lot of people, and it's and you not just go up and be like, intimidating. So and so, yeah, that's what it's for. I'm a this literally. It's my profession, and yeah, yeah. hackerness. All right. Um, similarly, if you are in town and you are looking to um, maybe not work on your networks, but say you've been working on something on the side and you want to maybe make it into a hustle. Um, the Makers Collective are doing the Side Hustle Starter Kit at the Waterloo Region Small Business Center. Um, it's 25 bucks, um, but they, I mean, it's a really cool um session that they do it's going to be february 11th from 6 30 to 8 30 where they're going to get the teaming up with the small business center and they're going to just um do a 101 on how to start your side business how to make it profitable how to know when it should become your full-time thing and all that stuff so if that's of interest to you you can um you can find out about that and tickets are available on eventbrite then uh coming up on february 14th valentine's day well, there's Build a Brand with Robin and Elaine. Oh, yeah, Maybe romantic. Shopify, we'll have that in there too. Um, it's also a Winter Bike to Work Day. So we'll have the link in the bio. You can sign up to commit uh, to getting to work or school or the bar or coffee shop, whatever, wherever you happen to work uh, on a bicycle. Um, use those fancy bike lanes we got. You, you got to use them. If you don't use them, you lose them. Yeah. Is that how that works? I think so. Um. Well, I hope that's not how it works because I wouldn't want to lose them. My next event is the Bring on the Sunshine Festival 2020, and that's going to be at Kitchener City Hall on Sunday, February 16th from 11 to 5. And it is the, like, it's it's such a lovely festival, but it's celebrating African diaspora in town, African culture, black culture. Um, it's in Black History Month, so it's a really great way to celebrate if you are looking for something to do and some way to kind of connect um, with that community here. It's free. Um, you would gladly please donate to um, the like a, to a charity at the door. But again, Sunday, February 16th, 2020, Kitchener City Hall, 11 to 5, um, music and dancing and all that good stuff. And then last but not least, um, you know, I was looking at the KW Comedy Festival page because I got some tickets. Tom Green's coming. <gasps> Tom Green. I'm pretty, I'm pretty stoked. And then they. Do you want to? Can I just tell you my Tom Green story? Yeah. I'm from Ottawa, Ottawa. Yeah, yeah. and I um was like in grade six or grade seven when Tom Green recorded his Rogers TV show, and I have so many friends who are in the live audience of Tom Green's like TV show, and it's it's just I'm so jealous of all of them that they had such a close brush with. I thought it, it would be a better story. So, if I was in the audience. No, no, no. Um, so I uh, was introduced to Tom Green on MTV. Oh. Because he had a show on MTV. Yes, it's um, true. The Tom Green show. And um, I, I think the experience for all people um, who grow up in the States is that you learn about Canada from Tom Green 
Mike Myers, Mike Myers, Degrassi, Degrassi, Drake, Justin. Well, no, Bieber. no, like, but even now, like, that's like. Well, you learned about um. Wait, isn't uh, it like uh, so? Isn't it uh, like we're in South Drake. Park and it's like Terrence and Philip? Yeah, like yeah. I think like I knew about Kraft Dinner from Terrence and Philip because in the one episode they're on the TTC and then they end up like they have Kraft Dinner. Okay. And I didn't understand it. And then when I moved to Canada, like after I had moved here, and I was wait. In the so the U.S. doesn't have instant mac and cheese. We do, but we call it call it like Kraft mac and cheese, not Kraft Dinner. Oh, they don't call it just the dinner part. No, they don't call it, they don't call Kraft Dinner. Okay. Like the term craft dinner it's is not. weird. So like I was watching the episode, I'm like, oh, it's so funny. Like, I don't get it. Um, and then I was in this, I was in Sobeys shopping, like right after I moved here, like two or three weeks and I'm going down the aisles and sure enough, there's freaking rows of craft dinner. And I, I couldn't, I like lost it. Cause I'm like, that's a real thing. It's a real thing. And like that episode and had aired. it's been delicious. Like ten, eight 10 years before I moved to Canada. So like that memory of Kraft Dinner came rushing back and I called my brother who still lives in the States. I'm like, it's real. You know, I was like that when I went to an open carry state. <laughs> I was Another, like, yes. it's real. I know this is allowed, but like, this is a trip. You just have your gun. It's yeah. just in your pants like that. Yeah. Like, do you have a, you're not holstered or anything? It's just in his pocket. Like it's his cell phone. You know. Anyway, it's a bad so butt dial. craft dinner. All right, listen. <laughs> we forgot about oh, this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're DT. doing events. Sorry, welcome we got, to we uh, another episode of Adequate. Is banter. it my turn or your turn? No, I haven't finished the thing. Oh. Yet. Um, <laughs> DTK Feb Fest. It's a variety of events hosted in and around downtown Kitchener. Um, there's a bunch of cafe shows at different venues where you can win downtown dollars. Um, they have the comedians, the Tall Boys, uh, at Apollo on the 21st. Splash and Boots, which is. Uh, a kids musical act. Fun. Which um, I'm not aware of because my kids are older now. I, I mean, I don't know why you're looking at me. My kids are really young. Um, but there you go. Anyways, a whole bunch of stuff. We'll have the link in there. This looks good. This looks good. Yeah, it is. It's, it's like two weeks, right? Festival. Yeah. It looks it looks really cool. Like there's a whole bunch of cool stuff going on. And plus also then look at the Comedy Fest page. because There's Comedy Fest and they're like kind of like mixing it up and, and doing a collabo between those two, right? Everyone loves a collab. Yeah. Um, my last event is... Real wholesome family fun for the family on Family Day, the Day of Families, which is Monday, February 17th. Um, and so it's running from 9 to 5 at the museum, and it's the Family Day Hack Jam. It's actually also half-priced admission. So if you were looking for something to do with your kids, with your nephew, niece, whatever it is on Family Day, um, it's back for its eight year. And you kind of just, it's like all these little hands-on activities and um, little Little hacks that you could do, hacks and crafts and doodads and thingamajigs, yeah, right? I like maker stuff. Yeah, it's really cool. Anyway, so that's a really fun family day activity if you were looking for one. Um, I think we both did three. Do you have any? Do you have anything else for us? I do. Breaking <gasps> news. No, Alex. Um, no, it is breaking kind of news. I was just looking at the Twitter as we're doing this, and um, uh, do, 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 um, the school board, Waterloo Region District School Board, just tweeted out that it looks like. Unless uh, something changes, there's going to be strikes on the 11th and 12th. So we'll have a whole mess of strike day camps. Huh. 11th and 12th. That's next week. Oh, I have something on the 11th. Oh, no. Shit. I can watch your children. Yeah. $30 an hour. <laughs> I not even get that. We'll In my talk. head, I was like, how much do babysitters charge? Triple it. I don't think it's $30 an hour. <laughs> Triple it. I am not um, a babysitter age. 
just do what I do when I have them home. Like today, I was just like, no snacks until you break a million followers on TikTok. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Create that content, yeah. kids. I'm going to turn them into a content factory. That's what it is. Like, this is like, it's not a mansion, but you know. It's, just, but you know what I mean? You got to earn your keep. You know what they spend all day doing? What? That Roblox game. I don't even know oh, it. Honestly. Also, your oldest complained to me that she doesn't get to have social media. So you're going to have to deal with that. Real oh, I soon. know. Cause her, all her friends, all do. her friends do. They're all on the gram. They're on the like, gram. And then I like, they're like, they're, they're like, we're texting. I'm like, you're not texting. You're, you're DMing in Instagram. They're like, Oh, it's, like, it's just like texting. I'm like, it's not like texting. It's not. How's it different? Cause it's a DM. Like it's a different, it's, it's a, a different it's platform. Not it's not texting, but it's messaging. Then say you're messaging with, I don't know. I'm just a stickler. I know, semantic. You they know. don't know texting. That's like saying when you're calling. Nobody's calling anymore. Like there's not a phone. Like you know what I mean? Like I'm call- I'm FaceTiming you or like you know, I don't I'm VoIPing. Listen, we still have a landline. And like, <laughs> you have a landline. Yeah, you, well, it's, like, it's over the internet, right? It's not really a landline. That's but. not a landline. It's over the internet. Oh. <laughs> we have a you just home- have a phone. We have a home phone. You, have a that home doesn't, phone. you can't take it out of the house. Is it not a cordless? It is, but like if you go a certain amount, it just stops working. Okay. And uh, people are like, oh, you don't need it. And I'm like, I do, because now those people use it. But that's like saying those people, your children? Yeah. Okay. Um, but that's like saying that like, it's like saying that like having like Apple TV is like having cable. No. Okay. No, it's not, right? It is, because it's like, it's. Oh, because it's a phone, but it's not using the like traditional hard like wiring of it, right? Like it's 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 giving you a TV, but it's not giving you it off of cable, and so it's giving you yeah, a phone, but not giving it off of like phone wires. I mean, like, which you, are they? Can they? Are they going to take those down? Do you think? I don't know. Can't, I don't know. Right? Who uses? Who uses them? I mean, I guess Bell uses it for internet. But if you're watching cable, if you're watching HBO on cable. I mean, you're technically streaming it because it's like on a server somewhere. Like, it's not like it's still like SVHS tapes in like a cable head end somewhere. Antenna. No, I'm just I'm saying like there's some server at HBO serving Game of Thrones. It's just like a billion people can watch it at one time instead of you just picking the time you I watch it. I get it. But that's also the saying that like movies aren't movies because they're digital now and they're not on film. Some people would say that. I don't know. Snobs. I mean, if you shoot on your smartphone, is it a movie? I don't know. I mean... Why, you know, like, why don't art just be art? Why do we have to categorize everything? Because yeah. I enjoy constraining people into boxes. Well, constraints are actually a good thing. They're not bad. No, anyway, also, my fantastic. my brain needs to organize, or else okay. what are we doing in life? Anyways. Um, anyway, so those are our events. And then a 10-minute <laughs> total... Total just wander on whatever we just talked Tell about. You we should rename this thing. To what? Mediocre banter. Mediocre banter with Alex and Bisan. .ca. All right. Listen, you can always get us at. <laughs> listen, okay. It's time for this to end. We got to go. We got to um, go. What's our at gettlwr on Twitter and Instagram. And then we'll see you maybe next week, depending on strikes. Who knows? Who knows? But I mean, maybe next week if there's a strike, we'll have children as our guests. You know what? Maybe we'll do a strike day one on Wednesday. That'd be fun. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye.